Ah, the sounds of a Friday morning, right? Welcome to the studios of Grand Fork's Best Source. It's time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And standing by, we've got realty expert Caitlin Ramseth. We'll talk with Caitlin right after this. Life. With its many stages. From the, my little one has just arrived stage. To the, I have arrived stage. From the first home you'll ever buy to the one home you'll have forever. No matter where you find yourself in life, your forever agent will be there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. For you, for life. All right, and we are back in the studios and standing by. Here we go, realty expert, Caitlin Ramseth. Here we go. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. You got any big plans for the weekend? Um, this weekend, not so much. Um, my poor dog is not doing too well, oh, so I'm kind of just taking care of him. Yeah, so. yeah. How old's your dog? He is going to be seven this summer, so he's only like six yeah, and a half. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we have a cat that's sick right now, too. It's no fun. Um, mm-hmm. Hard on the animals. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you this. It's almost like I, I think I'm starting to learn everything, but I'm not uh, when it comes to realty stuff. But how do you know if you're overpaying for a house? It's... Do you have like any tips you could give somebody? Now listen to me, and this is how you don't have to overpay for a house. Is that a thing? Yeah, I do have some tips that I help out my buyers with when okay. we're shopping for a house. Um, just some things that I look at on my end, especially before putting in an offer on a house. Um, and you know, with the spring market right now, it's coming up. It's mm-hmm. spring is coming slowly well, they claim but it's surely. Like here. Right. Yeah, it does not feel like it, but (laughs) it's hopefully coming up soon here. And a lot of buyers, spring and summer market is the busiest time. Um, Those months of spring and summer, that's when all the buyers are going to be coming out. So this is kind of like uh, what to start looking for, getting in your mindset for when you are going to start shopping for a house. Um, And something to keep in mind is where we are right now is a little bit different than where we were at this time last year. Mm -hmm. Um, There are more homes on the market than there were last year at the same time, but inventory is still super, super low. Yeah. So if you are someone who's jumping into the home buying process, hang in there. Hopefully more homes will be coming on the market here in the spring and summer months. You know, I know it's impossible to uh, figure this out or or guess or look into your, your crystal ball but um, you talk about inventory it'll get better but uh, are people worried about interest rates because they're going up Um, again we don't have a crystal ball to find this out so what do you say to people that are like well jeepers you know there's not a lot of inventory and if I can find this I'm going to jump on it because and you know interest rate is there any way to stop that or to say you know to to make these people feel any better about it well you know honestly it was a really big shock when interest rates went up compared mm-hmm. to where well, it was they a big shock at. when they went down too that it much. was it was and now it almost is just becoming normal mm-hmm. um, a lot sure. of people are getting more used to it more comfortable and of course lenders have so many different options for buyers and sellers that mm-hmm. There's ways to work around different situations um, where it's really helping out those home buyers, especially first time home buyers. Sure. There's programs out there. There's a whole bunch of different things out there. So now I know you um, haven't been in this game that long. Mm-hmm. Um, if you walk into a house, you've got a prospective client, and they say, uh, "Caitlin, I'd like you to come over here because we want to sell our house," and they tell you what they're looking for, how much they want to get. 
If you've been doing this long enough now where you could think to yourself, there's no way in heck they're going to get this, or there's no way in heck they should be asking this little for it, or how do you decide that? How do you determine that? Yeah, so it is really challenging, um, especially being newer. It's hard to have those conversations, and you have to kind of hold yourself to a standard and be able to be professional and confident with the data that you're giving these Mm -hmm. buyers and Mm -hmm. sellers. So on my end, I have to make sure that I'm watching the data and seeing like my research and everything before I go write an offer or give a seller a price that I think their house is worth. Um, And having these conversations can be really challenging because you know, I'm sure you love your house and Mm -hmm. you think it's worth something. And if the market isn't showing that you just have to be realistic and have those, you know, the conversations. Um, and that is something that's hard, especially if the seller is super not motivated to sell. They just want to know more money in their pocket. Yeah. Yep. Wow. But so, I mean, do you go over, uh, if somebody, Okay, say I want to buy a house, and, mm-hmm. and, and you're representing me. And, and what if I don't believe you? What if what if I say, well, I don't believe you. I think it's worth more than that. Is there any proof for these people? Because, I mean, I'm sure you would like to be able to say one time, and like you said, you have to be professional about right. this stuff. But I'm sure there's been times that you're going to want to just say, would you just freaking believe me? I know what I'm talking about, but right. you can't. Exactly. And we do bring like all the paperwork showing the proof of what the, you know, the market mm-hmm. says it's worth and all that stuff. And I'll kind of go into some of these tips on how you can make sure you're not going to be, you know, pricing your house too high okay. because buyers don't want to ultimately overpay on a house. Right, right. Um, especially when the market isn't set up for that. Like mm-hmm. last summer was super, super competitive. So yeah, we were seeing, you know, $20,000 over asking price on yeah. offers. Yeah. But in this market, it's not so much like that anymore. Um, buyers are able to negotiate more, all that fun stuff. So when we go, you know, we have to have those realistic conversations. And the first thing that I look at is the days on market. Okay. Um, so that's my first tip. If the days on market is, you know, really high or super, super low, that's how we're going to kind of determine where to start at with an offer. Um, if the house has, you know, been on market for six months and they've never had a price reduction, there's that's mm, a red flag for buyers. Sure. Is like, okay, why? Like, there's obviously been showings at this house. Why doesn't anybody right. want it? Mm-hmm. So that's a really big indicator. Um, sometimes, too, there's, you know, issues with the house. Like, it might be foundation issues or you can see water damage. And that ultimately is you know, gonna not attract buyers to write an offer on your house. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could also play a part in why the days on market is big too. So that's my first tip. Um, the second tip is we're going to look and see if it is the same price as similar properties. Um, if it's priced higher than similar properties. So what we're looking at is like, if it's in the same area, of town, um, if it has the same square footage, bedrooms, bathrooms. So basically, if it's the same house as other houses, um, if and it's if it's priced higher, that's a red flag too. Mm-hmm. Um, the analogy I like to use is like, okay, if you're going to go shopping for a car and you go to a dealership, and let's say your dream car is $60,000 and you go to another dealership and for the same exact car, it's $50,000, mm-hmm. You're obviously probably going to choose the $50,000 one because sure. for the same car, why would you spend more money mm-hmm. on it? Right. Um, and that's kind of the same thing with the homes. If it's the exact same house, 
why would you spend more on it? And that's what a lot of buyers, they're comparing homes on the market, um, whether they're looking at Zillow or wherever, Realtor.com maybe, they're comparing homes that are similar. Yeah. They're looking at the price range. And if they see like, okay, why is this house $30,000 more for mm-hmm. the same exact house? they're probably not going to be attracted to it. So I want to make it uh, look like I actually know a little bit about this now. Would you call those comps? Yep. Hey, how about that? Yep. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and I've said this before. The only reason I knew that is um, I live in a log house. So when I bought my house, it was very tough uh, because it's not like there's a lot of comps right around here, you know, where we can go compare. They had, had to go around the lakes and and things like that. So, okay. Yep. Same with like the shelves and like those barns, that kind of stuff. It's hard to find comps on that, but um, we can do it. There's always a way to find similar properties and stuff like that. We might just have to expand our search a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, but we can do it and we show the data and that really helps out too. So, you know, this is so funny, Caitlin, because uh, our neighbors were over last night and they just put their lake place up. Uh, They're putting it on the market and we were talking about um, uh, days on the market. Yep. We were talking about shouses we were talking about all this stuff and as we're sitting here i'm getting this deja vu thing and i'm like <laughs> was i dreaming about time on the market last night and then i realized oh no i wasn't dreaming we just had a few bush lights and we were talking about yeah. this last night with my neighbors so uh it's funny wow. i don't know maybe that's a sign you have to jump in and be a real estate agent <laughs> well Maybe. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> At least maybe I can make some money that way. <laughs> I know. You already have the lingo down, so you're yeah, one step closer. <laughs> as long as I say comps all the time, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. All right. People will believe you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Okay, so the next tip that I can give you guys is when you're looking for a home not to overpay on it, um, is looking to see if the house has been off and on market repeatedly. Mm. Um, A lot of times why this happens is because maybe they're trying to reset the days on market. Um, So if it's been on market a long time, they're going to take it off and kind of reset that back to, you know, one day on market. Sure. Um, The other reason for that could be like for major repairs. I know in this area, especially in the wintertime, water lines burst, Mm. things like that happen um, where obviously we're not going to have the house open to show in that condition because that's, you know, buyers don't want to see that when they walk in a house. So a lot of times you'll take it off market for that reason too. Um, And depending on, you know, the person looking at it, if they're the type where they're glass is half full or half empty Uh, type of personality. Optimistic or pessimistic. Exactly. They might see major repairs like, oh, great. They've already fixed it for us. Let's jump on it. Or they might be like, ooh, this house had some major Mm -hmm. repairs. Let's stay away from it type of thing. So, But you know, houses do tend to break down just like cars and everything else. And uh, you get repaired. Exactly. I mean, as long as it's done, and you're not hiding anything. Exactly. It, it, big deal. I know. And a lot of times, too, you'll have a licensed professional, you know, whether that's a contractor mm-hmm. or someone, sign off on it. And it's telling you that it's done correctly. That's sure. usually good enough for buyers to be like, okay, like, that's, yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah. I so. mean, they got to be licensed and bonded and all that stuff. So, yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> anything um, else? Um, I guess the last thing we look at is just to make sure that within the same neighborhood or nearby neighborhoods, we're going to make sure that the homes are selling at the same pace and similar Uh prices, depending on the condition of the house, um, if it's similar to the property. But because if, you know, if you have a neighborhood with 10 for sale signs on it and none of them are selling, that might be an indicator that it's too high for that 
neighborhood. Sure, sure. Um, and if yours is the only one that's not selling and all these other homes are selling, well, that's a red flag, too, that the yeah. house might be overpriced. Sure, or it might just be an ugly, you know, because uh, be. that <laughs> makes a difference because, you know, some neighborhoods, somebody will fix up their house and, yep. and then it kind of puts pressure on the rest of the people. Exactly. Uh, because otherwise you're not going to get what you got into your house because of the crappy looking neighborhood and vice versa. Exactly. The neighborhood I live in, there's a lot of older homes. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a more like older established neighborhood. And we've, we bought ours as a fixer upper and we're fixing it up. So our value is a little bit higher than sure. some of our neighbors. Um, so yeah, just things that we have to kind of keep our eyes on and watch. Okay. Uh, when you get this thing fixed up, you're going to put it on the market and move? Um, you know, with the weather, it kind of seems like it'd be a good idea to move south, but we'll oh, see what happens. I just meant the other part of town. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. As far south as I can get. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> no, I know. You're starting um, to sound like my better half, Caitlin. I know. Right now, we're going to hang on to it. Maybe rent sure. it out. You never know. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Um, again, I learned stuff. Good. Uh, and again, um, you're doing really well. Thank you. Uh, you're picking this up pretty quickly, aren't you? It feels like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try. <laughs> well, you work with a good group of people, that's for sure. I know it. If somebody wants to get a hold of realty expert Caitlin Ramseth, how do they do that? Uh, the best is by phone. My number is 320-267-6692. You can text or call me anytime. I'm also on all social media platforms under Caitlin Ramseth. All right. Are you going back to the office? I am working from home today because oh. my dog. Oh, so that's right. I well, know it. we'll keep in good thoughts for you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you, and you have a good weekend. You too. All right, there you go. Caitlin Ramseth, your realty expert for this Friday's edition of your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. We'll have another one coming up on Wednesday, 10 a.m. Until then, have yourself a wonderful weekend.